Tucky. I don't even know. I, I think it's I 53. Know. I don't know I'm what sure episode this is. It's 50 something, but uh, the last one was new 52. Uh, so that's true. Yeah. That was my okay. introduction. You just loved it. Oh, oh God! <laughs> so much energy. I'm Steven. I'm one of the GI Joeberg boys. I've got my friend Robert next to me. I'm a GI Joeberg boy. And from very far away comes Paul, one and a half thousand kilometers to be exact. And you are a thousand kilometers away. <laughs> one I'm <and> Paul. <laughs> and he's Paul. And together we make up the team of GI Joeberg, South Africa's only podcast. That deals with G.I. Joe! Yeah! And guys, we've got some G.I. Joe to talk about at long last. Oh my word. Unless you've been living under a rock or uh, in a crypt uh, with no pulse, uh, <laughs> hopefully you're checking out some of this new merch that's coming our way. Unreal. The SDCC stuff, the figure subscription service stuff, and... Hasbro's second year of 50th anniversary stuff is all here almost probably I don't know can you buy it make, in the stores it's making waves uh, pre-orders are open on I think Toys R Us website Woo! and uh, is it Entertainment Earth yeah I'm sure and Sculpers are on eBay right now with your special SDCC exclusives <laughs> I don't know like exclusives I mean what's the point of calling things exclusives I mean it just drives the price up essentially yeah it does it makes it really crazy although I will say, my experience, uh, I've had very good uh, dealings with eBay sculptors uh, when it's come to exclusives. My Serena comes all the way from a, from a gentleman who stood in line and fetched them for me and neatly packed them in a box and added a flyer for a Power Ranger convention. And yet he was great. You call him a scalper. <laughs> well, I He's mean... He's a good man. He's a good man. He is a good <laughs> They're man. not all I mean, bad people. <laughs> God. They're not all bad. I mean, one, of, one or two of them are okay. Well, how else would we get some of this stuff? I mean, if you really, if you really want something that you just couldn't go to San Diego Comic Con, how else would you get it? You know? Ask Cujo. Yeah, we could have asked him actually. Where is Cujo anyway? Oh my God, why isn't he joining us? <sighs> America. Fuck yeah. Nine, nine time zones away. Oh. Makes things sometimes a bit dicey. Yeah, we anyway. Talk to you. How are we going to tackle this one first, guys? Do we talk the mass retail stuff that uh, marks the 50th anniversary? Again. Do we talk about the figure subscription service, or do we talk about the SDCC? Let's do it like Star Wars. Yes. So let's, uh, let's talk about stuff that's really cool and and hopeful, and then we talk about the stuff that we're not excited about, so we have an Empire Strikes Back moment, so things don't look so so good, and then we finish the Ewoks. with the Jedi and yeah, the Ewoks. Yeah. Yes, Ewoks. Ewoks are my favorite. Yup, nub. Very. Yup, 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 nub, nub. Okay, my favorite item. <laughs> oh. Gung ho. Oh my lord, I am gonna second that. It's one of those um, holy grail. Uh, He's con- really uh, sexy. What do they call it? The concept case from about yes. three years ago, where yeah. they showed us a new Destro and a hit and run and. They had gung-ho in there. Well, we're getting them piecemeal, and this gung-ho looks perfect. And he's been in sorely need of an update. Mm, I, I agree, like, 300%. I don't own a gung-ho at all. <gasps> and uh, 
I was pretty close to getting one after I'd seen uh, Steve's. Uh, Steve had a, has a 25th anniversary gung ho that uh, you, you've kind of done some things too. I'm hopeful for the gung ho. I mean, if we're talking at least what's coming to retail, I think the figure I'm the most excited about, and it's kind of going to be, it's going to be kind of boring, um, but the new Zartan. Good looking figure, man. But complete opposite situation to gung ho, where there's been a dearth of gung ho figures. We have had a glut of Zartan figures. This That's one looks true. like the creme de la creme. Uh, they've really done a nice job with it. But, man, just sitting with a pile of Zartan. Yeah, this is like ultimate Zartan, but now like we have like ultimate gung-ho. The niche for ultimate Zartan has kind of been sort of filled. I mean, coming back to what Steven said, we do have a lot of Zartan figures, duh. Everybody knows this. But a lot of those figures have actually been quite choice. They've actually been very uh, good toys, at least for me. Uh, when I, uh, I speak out of my own personal experience with them, I like I love those figures. I think it's just that I had an immediate gut reaction. Like I, I saw that last and I was like, shit, okay, that's really cool. But I got to kind of agree with you guys on Gung Ho. I mean, it's a new toy. You know, we we need a Gung Ho. Like We need an ultimate Gung Ho. Yeah, it's like they didn't they didn't just build him from like roadblock, or at least I'm hoping. I mean, I Leatherneck. Don't... He's definitely built of Leatherneck. I'm sure of it. Which yeah. is roadblock. Uh, Which, yeah, essentially. Basically. Sorry. <laughs> but still, he looks. It's a much better use of that body. Like they're just testing it out on Leatherneck. Like. Eh. Uh, even though it's reused parts, it is fresh enough to be an original, to feel like an original figure. Which <laughs> and it's aqua enough. Ooh, and they didn't screw aqua. up the tattoo. It's, it's just, huge. And he's got his handlebar mustache. Honestly, Sexy. this figure, it doesn't seem to be doing anything wrong. I'll be very interested to hear in-hand reviews of it. But it's one of those goodies that uh, everyone out there should probably. Uh, you should Keep their eyes this. open for, absolutely. And that backpack is sexy. Is that a reuse? It probably is, eh? Um, I think it could be. Um, I mean, let me, let's put it this way. Let's, let's look at trying to get hold of one of these bad boys. I mean, these are your options as it stands. If you, if you guys, if we want to go, go and get one, we can either buy a full case from BBTS, which as of this podcast, this uh, pre-orders are sold out on. But fear not. I've seen this happen before. They will get stock again after they're released. It has happened before. It will happen again. So that's one way. You can buy $119 worth of G.I. Joe case and get one of every one of the two packs or three packs that they release in that wave, and you'll have gung-ho. Awesome. You won't have Zartan. You won't get Alpine, and you won't, you won't get Torpedo. But you will get a crap ton of repaints in there. But anyway, that's one option. Okay, that's one option. The other thing is, I haven't checked Entertainment Earth yet. I'm I'm hoping they have a much better offer. So maybe Entertainment Earth has got them as separate uh, two-packs that you can buy. I suggest acting now. <laughs> because Entertainment Earth tends to get a lot, lot of stock and doesn't tend to restock. And then you can wait for eBay. And I don't think that'll be a bad way to go. And in fact, I think that's the way I'm going to go with these. Personally, so you can cherry pick buy single single figures. I don't even mind buying in package. I just don't want to buy a case lot of figures I already have. I mean, there's only three in that entire case lot that I want. There's that new uh, Storm Shadow, which fills a hole in my collection. There's a Spirit, which is retooled version of the TRU exclusive, but he is sort of given a look that matches his original comic look or his original animated series look. Which I think is pretty cool. It's also a bit of a hole, you know, not like we have enough spirits. And uh, obviously, Gung Ho. 
the rest of the figures, it's oh, it's a black crimson guard. It's red crimson, uh, red cobra commander. Well, you're uh, in luck though. I mean, like storm shadow and uh, you know, iron knife, they come together in a pack, so you can basically. And they're only nineteen dollars. Yeah. That's insane. But, and also, I think Gungo, the figure that he comes with, isn't that bad. I mean, black he's a pretty guard, generic cool. guy, you know, which is kind of yeah. cool actually. He comes with like a big gun, and his and his bullets are painted the color of gung ho. <laughs> well, the the uh, mini gun is gung ho's accessory. They just whoopsies <laughs> on the wrong side. Well, the, wait a minute. You mean he, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so what gung ho paints the, the tops of his bullets blue? I guess it's just one of his oh, affectations. Oh, look at all my little bullets. They all painted the color of my clothing. And then he definitely loves himself some aqua. <laughs> I mean, that is blindingly blue, but it's in line with his original figure, so what are you going to do? No, what are you going to do? do Give the fans it's what they want. Give them original It's sexy. Flavor, She's a Barbie girl. She's uh, a fragile. Guys, when they move, they are fantastic. Shut up, Paul. <laughs> since when has Zartan been a crossbow user? That's Whoopsie. New. Yeah. That's. I think they're just basically reusing what, like, Night Creeper, like. Yeah, it's a Night Creeper. Weaponry. They're, they're like, like mm. uh, just, what are we gonna give him? Then they kind of reach in like a box and they close their eyes and like. <laughs> yeah, these it shoots, things. It shoots arrows. Uh. But you know that's points against him because uh, we can all recall the climactic duel between Zartan and Ripcord, where Zartan's facing Wolf uh, with his bow and yeah. arrow. Also, similar situation when Zartan kills Serpentor. Yeah, and uh, he kills that other dude, the, the silent master. The hard master. Hard master. Right. Exactly. Well, maybe he's like updating. He's like, shit, I need to be able to fire more shots off per minute. <laughs> per second. Fair enough, fair enough. Alright, so we've just spoken about highlights. Yeah. What is the stinkiest low light of this uh, oh. assortment? Well, the fact that they keep fucking making blowtorch again and again and fucking again. How many times do you want to do it? Who has a fucking flame At least the colors this time aren't as like, offensive as they have been before. That's probably the only thing in his favor. He looks like he'll gel well with an airtight. Yeah, for sure. And he actually kind of... I, I don't know. Okay, the green probably isn't original 13 green, but he kind of... I think he would probably fit in better than he has before. Even the original vintage version colors of him, that yellow and red... Mm-hmm. This feels like it's more appropriate. So maybe he's not the worst, actually. I wonder what Steve's worst is. <laughs> oh, come on, guys. <laughs> oh, I think it's pretty obvious. <laughs> Isn't it just? Um, yes, I, 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 I loathed the initial release of the the uh, modern era Rock Viper. And to have it again. Wow. I mean, what, was it a peg warmer? Are they finding a way of reusing old stock? So, Rock Viper, yes, is the stinkiest of this um, assortment. Really, really bad. Uh, For all the reasons that the original... um, Sucks. Yeah. uh, Sucks. Bad. Uh, It doesn't look like they've they've taken the opportunity to improve on its one jot. And that's a real shame, because, you know, what is Rock Viper without the three important tenets of a Rock Viper? Yes. Number one. Mustache. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> that was number three. That's the least important. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. In order of importance. Okay. Yeah. That killer color scheme, which they more or less got right. Yeah. Number two, the backpack, which was way cool and, and had 
the the rockets on the one side and the grapple hook on the other side. Uh, it had a spool to hold the string. I mean, that was just a great, great design, and even a place to plug in the sniper rifle. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and <laughs> the most important thing that makes up a rock viper: a helmet with just enough window to show off his studly Burt Reynolds moustache. Mm. It's totally. like a requirement. These guys are hard, and that's how they show it. Yeah. They have their 80s, muff dive, porn star (laughs) moustache. Rock hipsters. So important that even the card art really emphasizes it on the original Rock Viper. And I think it is sacrilegious and insulting that Hasbro gives us this better clawed head again. I mean, come on. (laughs) Boring. You need to show that stash. You need to air it out. <laughs> Any of you guys who've really had a, a schnorr or a you know, caterpillar on your one. lip, uh, that, that shit gets stinky, man. It does. You, gotta Yo, you don't want that in a mask. Out I mean, I, I, I airbrush, and I've got a mask for my face when I airbrush, and I also, you know, I can, you know... Struggle. I mean, your cookie yeah. duster gets uh, all cookied. Yeah, you, you smell it a bit, and you're just like, oh my god, you know, I've got to stop smoking. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite thing, okay, before we get to my worst, my favorite thing is Duke's face. <laughs> yep, they've done that Duke before, haven't they? I've got this fucking shit on my back, what the fuck, I'm flying! But, uh, but like, picture the scene at Hasbro, dude. Daryl the Priest comes in, and he's all like, okay, guys, we need to release a Duke for this 50th anniversary, okay? But I had this really great idea, so everybody's like, yeah. It's like, I want you to have a Duke, okay, but his face needs to, it needs to... It needs to be like, and he's like pulling faces and they're all looking at him. He's like, okay, just make his face sound like this. And then everybody's like, oh, okay. Got it, <laughs> and then, got it. Everyone no. wants that. It's, it's what they want. <laughs> I mean, it's remarkable to me that we're still seeing the legendary Duke Arms in this <laughs> day and age. Like, this figure could have been released eight years ago. Yeah. Oh. It was. And it's so undetailed. <laughs> I mean, like, the detailing on this figure is... All, I mean, it's it's so bland. Like, his mm. pants have no, like, detailing or anything. It's literally... Yeah, this is him again. That just I can't say I looked at his pants. He has pants. I couldn't get past the face. Well, I start from the bottom up. <laughs> <laughs> and then I look at the feet, and then I look at the face. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Beige. <laughs> Paul, your your low light. Oh, uh, uh, uh. uh, <laughs> fuck. Um. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I know who it is. I would have said the Rock Viper. Oh. But the Rock Viper in itself is an insulting toy, and it's happened, you know, in a lot of ways. But I think the most insulting thing, and I think the best way to get this across.
the where are they? Where are they that this is appropriate? A trans party. Well, I mean, I mean, they kind of dress like of. SWAT people. They kind of dress now. They're like, what's his name? White scope. Oh yeah, yeah. like it's like shockwave. Yes. I suppose. Oh, but shockwave's still classier than them. You know, that's the thing. Just he's got his like his blue cape set up. Oh, I've got my cape. It doesn't make sense in an urban environment at all. You know. Yeah, it's like they literally just took the original figure. They should have at least adjusted his. Aesthetic or whatever his, his attire yeah. to match wherever the fuck he is right now instead of in the desert. Yeah. Where he belongs. The yeah. desert that... trooper. It's like snow jobs only happen in the snow. <laughs> I just, I love it because this is the second time that Hasbro's released that Firefly. And the first time he came with decent ish figures. I mean, he came with Mouse, uh, whoever, you know, and some <laughs> other, I don't know. Figures. Some Mouse. Oh, I don't know who the fuck that is. Oh, it is, but he's a far cool figure. Uh-huh. But, no, he's a great. Yeah, exactly. He's like he's like the the hot girl, and the other two figures are like the dust. They're like the fucking trolls. You have to pay troll tax to get a firefly. It bugs the shit out of me. And I it really hurts. But like when I saw that, I was like, oh god. Like, you know. <laughs> it's one of the reasons that made me that stopped me from pre-ordering that case. I mean, aside from the fact that I don't wow. want another... those two figures, you're like, no, nope, I, I don't well, care if, definitely... if twenty other figures are good. If two of them look like this, I'm fucking. <laughs> no, but I don't want another steel brigader, and I don't want another heavy iron grenadier. I mean, I've got three of each of those already. Dude, that's uh... not a squad. <laughs> it's a squad, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> One of them is Human Shield, the other two are... But anyway, yeah. Before two, uh, I like get on to the other stuff, can we talk about the vehicles? Holla! Let's talk about what's our favourite vehicle of this assortment. Okay, so it's between the Awe Striker, or what do they call it? Help me out there, Paul. What's it called, Trap Paul? Jumper. I don't know. <laughs> it looks cool. And the... Blue Panther? Blue Cat? No, there are two other vehicles, Paul. In that, um, they've released a... The septic tank, his <laughs> tank, and there's a, there's, there's the, uh, the, the, uh, the PC Sky Striker, as in the, the black Sky Striker. Yeah. <laughs> it's meant to be the night force. It's meant to be the boomer, the night boomer. Whatever. Doesn't have red missiles. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That said, it's beautiful. I, the, the Sky Striker mold is beautiful, and they have it in black. My goodness. Sexy. And the figures don't look too bad either, I think. It's actually really sad, because there's only one of those vehicles I want. Oh. Personally. And that, it, I mean, it's already my fave. Yeah. Uh, hence, wanting it. Yeah. Uh, the others fall into a pile of shit I don't want. Uh, not because they're necessarily bad toys. I'm sure they're great. It just doesn't help that I already have multiples of a Sky Striker. I have two. So I don't need a red one emblazoned with Cobra Insignia. Uh, and also, honestly, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, a Cobra Sky Striker? Whoa, we're just... jumping around a lot right now. <clears throat> yeah, we're on Toys R- we're, we're in Toys R Us right now, Paul. Okay, okay, but... Uh- but, okay, since you've opened the floodgates, oh. the new vehicles under discussion are a blue... Cobra version of the Snowcats. A sand-colored... What? The Snow Panther. Is that what it's called? The Blue Panther. 
Blue Panther. We are now no. in the Blue Panthers. It's a Blue Panther. No, I don't know what it's really called. <laughs> I couldn't. But it's, it's it has got some kind of snake, blue and snake, or blue something snake, or it's very much like the Cobra or, insignia. I don't know. Like you know. Okay, so there's that. There's those there's two. There's the the ore striker yeah. with the added details. Very nice. There's a orange his tank. Yeah. A Night Force esque Night Boomer Black Sky Striker. Yeah. And then there are the SDC exclusives, the Chimera. I actually know a name. Whoa. Which is a green GI Joe his tank, and the Cobra Sith or Scythe, however you choose to say that word, uh, which is. Very nice deco work. Ooh, red and there's and only silver. two of them. Red and silver on a Sky Striker fuselage. Now these re- repaints of the Sky Striker, I must say, it's it's ironic to me that they did a Starscream version of the Sky Striker and then a uh, Jetfire version of the Sky Striker because this reminds me of the Transformers Seekers molds, which were the F-15 Eagles. That Starscream and Skywarp and Thundercracker used, uh, which were then like repainted and repainted and reused ad infinitum for a whole bunch of, of slightly different clones, different Decepticons, but all using that same mold. What I am quite alarmed at is that I don't think the Sky Striker mold has had any improvements or modifications since its original 30th anniversary release. Those no. really fall off. Yeah, those <laughs> NSR pylons are really, really stubby. Uh, that would be an easy fix to make. Come on, Hasbro, that's just lazy. It did not seem uh, problematic when every single review complained about how the missiles just drop away. Uh it's... Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I stand to be corrected. I only have the 30th anniversary Sky Striker to go off of, but the images don't seem to be that encouraging. Another opening remark I'd like to make about the His Tank repurposings. Very nice detail work on the cannons. The original cannons were plain. Uh, these look like, well, they most distinctively are laser cannons of some kind, mm. or something high tech. They certainly don't fire shells. Uh, and they look pretty, pretty convincing. At Looks that. so good, yeah. But and this was a conversation I had with my dear pen pal Scott Centafonti. The his tank mold has not seen much adaptation in the modern era, whereas the 25th anniversary vamp and gave it some new veneers like the headlights, the opening bonnets, uh, the removable bedroll, and and spade. The his tank has not really enjoyed any kind of uh, improvements on its original molding. And some of these things, I suppose they would have been challenging to, to, to achieve, mm. but to make the lockers, the cases, um, and storage flaps that are inside the treads active, so you could actually put things in those bins, what a win that would have been. Yeah, that would have been cool. And the interior of the his tank has been just hollowed and deepened. But what if they actually put some kind of mechanical detailing on the inside, uh, just on those walls? Yeah, the his tank is really plain and kind of shows its age, unfortunately. Specifically, 
And that's where you try and put a modern era figure in the cockpit and have to bend his legs. <laughs> he can't sit straight legged. I'm in so comfortable. In the his tank uh, cockpit. Mm. Horrific. Oh, God. You would think after like the 40th iteration of the damn thing, they would have done some kind of improvement, mm. as you mentioned. You can't very well make the nose longer. Or maybe you can, but they could they're not have. going to. No, no, it wouldn't fit the classic hiss profile. I think you're really you're just running out of space. It's a dinky tank to begin with, and uh, modern era figures just are hulks, and they seem to be getting bigger, but I've had that argument before. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I hear you. The G.I. Joe, uh, whatever it is, that the Ore Striker reuse, beautiful, sand-colored, with additional bits of molding, gas cans on the bonnets, uh, that sexy, sexy minigun to mount yep. on the roof. Which brings me to question whether or not you can now get a figure to stand behind the roll bar. Because, I mean, is that gun operated by someone standing behind it? Hmm. Well, all I've got to go on uh, for that figure uh, are a few of the shots from SDCC, yeah. um, as well as the uh, promotional shots. All of the promotional shots and the shots of SDCC show that this thing's got the tent set up, so it's got the the top mm. kind of set up uh, with the minigun underneath it, but it's obscured. I can't see the back of the vehicle. Uh, however, it does come with two drivers. Uh, when you buy that, that pack, you actually get two drivers. So you're getting Chuckles and you're getting Night Fox or whatever it is with that. So maybe they've allowed it you know, to accommodate. I, I don't know. Like I said, I can't see from the back. I think the previous one, that Ninja or Striker, I think that supported it, but I could be wrong. I don't have one yet. I've actually never pulled the trigger on an All Striker, although this time I look, it looks like I will be. Look, I always get excited about um, a sand-colored All Striker because it really only makes sense as a desert vehicle. It's so exposed and you know it looks like something that you need to use on loose sand. Um, so this is a triumph for me. I wish the original All Striker was colored like that. Mm. It then would have been a perfect fit with a Mauler and a Tomahawk. It would have just rounded out that set uh, as like G.I. Joe's desert environment uh, vehicles. This is a step in the right direction. I, I'm very very positive about that toy. I wouldn't mind having one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can't say as much for the Cobra Blue and Red... Uh, the barkle. Use just coming. Oh, I mean, when you when you when you have to operate a vehicle under that canopy, you're always seeing red. <laughs> it's like I think I'm gonna start calling it the rave cat because yeah, oh, yeah it's electric blue. Uh, it's too disco. I probably wouldn't be uh, as immediately polarized against it if. The snowcat mold was re-released with something other than ski pedos mounted. It's been a glaring problem ever since it saw reuse as the Tiger Cat. Mm, okay, yeah. here we had a vehicle that, for all intents and purposes, could work in a desert environment. No problem. It's a half-track. It's got a missile rack. It's uh, It keeps its, its occupants from being too exposed to the elements, be it cold weather or hot. But... Oh, Skipedos mm. really limit its uh, its operating environment. Yeah. And maybe this is the first time in a long time where I've seen an SDCC exclusive that I haven't exactly felt 
crap about. I mean, usually I see SDCC and my my sort of gut reaction or sort of knee jerk reaction is, oh shit, I better get my hands on somebody or hold of somebody to get this thing for me, or I've got to make a plan. Um, also, I'm going to miss out, and these figures are going to be super expensive on the secondary market, which they tend to be. The thing I love about this pack uh, the most is the card art. I like the box art. I think the box art is pretty cool. And I like how they've done Steeler and Grunt. I think they look really cool. I don't like a uh, olive green hiss. I like them, I mean, in isolation, you know, by themselves. It's it's a coolish looking vehicle. The Sky Striker with the Cobra de- Deco way more than the green hiss. But to call it, you know, this like G.I. Joe exclusive and to basically take two vehicles, switch their sides, give them paint jobs and then like call it and then give them different names. It's a little bit insulting, actually. I, I'm I'm actually a little surprised, but I don't really want to make excuses for them. But I am happy I don't have to drop a grand on that box set because I'm pretty sure Steeler and Grunt are going to be pretty easy snatches on secondary market. Really? I was mm. in those figures. I'm just an original 13 kind of guy, but mm. uh, the vehicles I could care less for. Uh, mm. I'm very surprised that you have not mentioned the Alley Viper at all. The Alley Viper that comes as part of that SDCC exclusive. He's cool looking. Yes. But, I mean, he would be like Alley Viper number nine. You know? But do you not think that he's the best Alley Viper that's ever been produced ever, ever, ever? No. Not? I think he's pretty much the same. Uh, I actually have... A I, dark I, Alley Viper. I'm sorry, man. That just sexy. shows up all the rest. I Well, I've got... um, You know, the, the Alley Viper that's the driver for the Fury um, is... Green. It's dark. He's in a dark deco. In fact, his helmet is a very, 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 very dark maroon as compared to the others that have a slightly brighter red. He's like my commander, uh, Ali Viper commander, because he's all dark. Um, so this one, I mean, he's, uh, his paint deco is great, but it's not enough for me to want to drop dollar on him. Mm. And his exclusivity certainly makes him problematic. But oh, totally. for my for my mind... I think this is the best Alley Viper ever, actually. I quite like I, it as well. I will say this, though. That is a very good modern reinterpretation of the original orange and blue. Like, to me, that makes that would have been a, a more sensible paint scheme or paint color choice than the orange and blue. Now, I, I, and I, I think that's also one of the reasons you guys might like it. Maybe you don't know it yet, but I think that's one of the things that is outdated. The silvers look good. They pop. The uniform is dark, but it's most distinctly an Alley Viper. And you've still got some retention of the orange on the shield. Mm. Uh, and it draws he, attention, I think. You know, you're kind of shooting yeah. at him. You... And, of course, you've got all the, the modern bells and whistles of the removable mini knife, which is gorgeous. The helmet, which, eh, we've spoken about this before in the mists of time that I personally would have liked a helmet that reproduced his card art. Yeah. The original mm. card art. But you guys have been like, oh, we want it to be like a display, like a, you know, computer in his face. <laughs> so he can't see the real world ever. Well, my only problem is that he still has those two cobra symbols. He's like, I'm really a cobra. I'm a <laughs> fucking cobra bastard. Double cobra. <laughs> I'm the cobra's cobra. Over yeah, he's here. a cobra Todd. <laughs> He loves Cobra a lot. I don't know who's supposed to be flying the Sky Striker in this card art. Um, 
but you know, <laughs> drone. Although it's very much a vehicle repainter palooza, I'm kind of happy that it. Okay, it's weird. Okay, let me let me put it to you this way. Spit it out. I, I, really hate, I really hate the molds that they use for the movies. Uh, you know that that his tank that they did. It's not terrible. But it's not the best his tank, and I really don't like that uh, Ninja Turtle jet that they did, the so-called um, Ghost Hawk 2. They were so super childish. And at least with this 50th thing, okay, yes, we're getting repaints, uh, but we're getting repaints of very good toys. I mean, the Snowcat is a great toy. The Ore Striker is a great toy. So is the his tank, and so is the Sky Striker. I love my 25th anniversary his tank. I think it's it's great. It's it's It's... It's awesome and it's, uh, because of its simplicity. And, and it's given them the opportunity to release revised versions of some of those drivers. So, you know, you're getting his drivers um, and then you're getting uh, for the for this blue snowcat thing. I mean, you're getting that. I, I think they called him the Cyber Viper at one point. And then you're getting a re-release of the pilot from the Black Dragon VTOL. And that is actually a very cool toy. Um, he's a great pilot for your other Joe vehicles. So, I mean... There is some give and take. I mean, you could go and get these um, and sort of shirk off the vehicles, maybe put them aside, maybe keep them for spare parts if you don't love them or if you don't love the color scheme, um, which is kind of a pro, especially for a lot of us who collect uh, collect these toys and actually, you know, deign to play with the damn things. Um, so I suppose there's a positive there um, in that respect. And Hasbro seemed to be making up for crazy color schemes and remolds was very interesting drivers. And this is actually my, it's very smart on Hasbro's part from a marketing point of view, but it's also very dick because some of the best toys to come out of this wave are actually with the vehicles, uh, are packaged with the vehicles. Um, I really love that Chuckles. I think Nightbox is pretty awesome. Um, the um, Ace that comes with that Black Sky Striker and his co-pilot. So cool. Very, very cool toys. And Sightline is actually a, is a real character. He's in one of the comic books. Somewhere. In the IDW series. In the IDW line. So at least it's a new character. He's not too much of a of a repaint Frank and Joe kind of effort. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying he's not too much of one. The SDCC is exclusive. Is he an alternate pilot for the, the Sky Striker? As from what I can tell, they've made the Sky Striker a two-seater. That's what? I said. From what I can tell. But I'm not 100% sure. I'm still actually trying to find pictures of the thing with the canopy open. But apparently, yeah, it looks like they might have done a two-seater thing. Although, listen, this could just be crazy poor speculation. I have been really, really busy, so I haven't been able to tro- troll the Joe sites like I normally do. I know, Paul. But, it's okay, Paul. We just wanted to get some uh, some content out there because, wow, there's a lot of Joe stuff all of a sudden. Uh, yeah. Anyone want to mention any of the figure subscription service figures? I know, I know, their exclusivity kind of make them... Exactly that. Exclusive. Oh! Oh, <laughs> And difficult to get our hands on. Um, Not but... as difficult as San Diego Comic-Con stuff. Yeah. Oh, really? For yeah. sure. Well, uh, and Joe yeah. What might you cherry-pick if you were to track stuff down? Would you at all, Paulie? I would. Uh, can I pick a top three? Wow, bro. Well, please do. Close away. Okay. Uh, top three. You guys know this is coming. Number one. I need me an Outback. Tiger Force Outback is <laughs> finally on his way. Uh, makes me super happy. And uh, if these pictures are anything to go by, his face sculpt is going to be very cool. Bit of a pity on the arms, but we'll see what happens. Um, sneak peek. 
It's my second one. Tiger Force sneak peek. I, I'm noticing a pattern here. <laughs> I, I know, right? There's a Tiger Force. And the third one, uh, and I'm pretty sure this is on top of everybody's shopping list, but Billy. I have mentioned in previous episodes how I would have loved the Billy figure, and I'm sure a lot of fans are with me on this one. Mm. Mm. Old Billy Arbok. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they give him a surname? What's the I have no he fucking idea. never named that in the comics. Come on. It's cool to see characters like Bullhorn and the Interrogator. Um, I I like what they've tried to do with Bullhorn. Uh, it's 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 creative, uh, and the Interrogator. The interrogator could have been in the top three, but wow, I really want a full set of modern era Tiger Force. <laughs> so, um, and I and I believe Billy is just such a it's a first time ever for me anyway. So, first time yeah. Billy, first time <laughs> Billy. Uh, Barricade was an interesting inclusion. Yeah, but I suppose the figure subscription service they cater to everyone, whether you have a, a hard on for the nineties or not. Yeah. So in the same vein as giving us Big Bear, here comes Barricade. <laughs> I'm surprised that we're seeing like uh, I'm I'm Battle surprised we're actually four. seeing a Barricade well, for certain other figures actually. Yeah, they did Barricade and they also did the dude Bullhorn. Bullhorn as mm. well. I think yeah. Bullhorn doesn't look too bad. Not at all. No, bull- you know, I'd be curious to see how the rifle comes apart because the only picture I saw was with the rifle together. Mm, it's the low light rifle. Low light rifle. Sorry, what? They, didn't, they didn't tool up a, no. a different one with an attaché case. That makes me sad. I'm trying to find. But, you know, but but if you want that, buy the vintage yeah. one. For the real? vintage one's out there. Should I get that? Do you think I should get that, Steve? Wait a minute. You do! I already have it! Oh, shit! <laughs> but, uh, well, I mean, Bullhorn's uh, case is a backpack, so... Oh! Back plug, sorry. It's oh, n- shit, non, it's not non, gonna non, work non-compat- with the new one. Non-compatible. Non-compatible with the new ones, I tell you, auntie. What are you excited about, Steve? You've been, you've been, been suspiciously quiet. quiet. Yeah. It's like he's not even paying attention. It's like he's on his phone. Well... <sighs> It just feels like, almost like a prayer of mine has been answered, that they decided to delve into the Z Force. Yeah. There was an episode, uh, gee whiz, must have been recorded like beginning of last year, where we spoke about subgroups that we'd like to see redone in the modern era, and I said Z Force. Mm. I want to see the the old Action Force black and green camoed team, and one of those core members was Quarrel. We got that from the figure subscription service some years back. A female Scarlet repaint, basically, in that signature green and black camo. Mm. And now, in the same vein, we're getting Jammer, which is a Stalker repaint with a slightly different head. I mean, he's definitely Mm. got a very unstalker-like grin, which is cool, man. I think he's groovy. Yeah, and so. nice touch. They've got a Union Jack on his shoulder patch. It's cool yeah. when these guys think. Bloody <laughs> good figure. Uh, dial tones backpack. Neither here nor there. Uh, it wasn't an original Jammer uh, accessory, but if that reads as '80s communications gear, power to them. I think it's it's great fun. You know, it's an otherwise plain figure, but it's. If 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 you had a hard on for Z Force, 
Uh, you should be quite happy about that. You're getting another member. Now we just need Captain Campbell. <clears throat> next year, next year. They're uh, probably building up to Tiger that. Tiger Force Outback is cool, uh, but I really want the vintage. I came very mm. close to getting one, uh, but that was an unfortunate story. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I can't say I'm rushing out to get the figure subscription stuff, simply because, well... It's we have vintage Joes. <laughs> yeah, but that, I can't keep saying that. No, you um, have to get back in the game. You can't call yourself a G.I. Joe fan if you're not buying Joe toys you know, that are made now. You know, that barricade is cool. He is cool. It's, it's, Ooh, he's sexy. It's accelerator suit uh, body part oh. for the most part, and it works. And he comes with the missile launcher. <laughs> Fuck yeah, time to take eyes out again. <laughs> Look, I just think if if you, they were going for a Robocop uh, aesthetic, they, they nailed it on pretty much every front except for the head. Oh, but I think, I think the head is an improvement on the original. If that helmet oh, is removable, I think I might just lose my mind. It mm. must be. Come on, dude. But oh. uh, I think his part selection is sublime. Oh, and those are Battlesuit Cobra Commander arms. But it all works quite, quite seamlessly, or at least in, in the in the sort of computer-generated mock-up. It looks. <laughs> oh man, I want this figure now. Me too. Which also brings us to an interesting quandary. I mean, do 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 do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, an interesting I quandary, mean, Paul. What yes. might that be? Well, the thing is, with our rand that's plummeting. Um, and, and not being very strong these days, all G.I. Joes are com- becoming expensive. So yeah. it's kind of weird, but maybe, maybe this is just how my brain works. You know, before when the Rand was a K-ish, um, I didn't always look at the figure subscription service stuff, at least not from a single point of view, like looking at them like as $40 and seeing that as a worthwhile purchase. But now everything's expensive. So I pretty much put everything in the same kind of group now. And that means that... It's put the FSS, FSS stuff, in my opinion, it's put it in the same kind of bracket. You know, if you're going to buy a Joe, it's going to be expensive anyway. So I find that the FSS stuff becomes more, you know, sort of more realistic in terms of or to own. And also because I don't think either of us or any of us are going to try and get all of them. I think we're definitely going to cherry pick and we're definitely going to go for our absolute favorites. What's um, your absolute favorite, Robbie? Um, I'd also probably have to go with Billy. I think he looks fucking fantastic. I love that head sculpt. Mm. You know? Stubble him up a bit and he's uh, going to do some escape from New York. Yeah, and uh, LA. Oh, man. Age him a little bit. No. Just needs a Mac-10. Mm. <laughs> and some skinny pants. Yeah, <laughs> super skinny pants, like his sideshow figure version. <laughs> weep, weep, Can't pull weep. those off. <laughs> no. them, maybe. Outstanding, gentlemen. So positive, positive news for G.I. Joe all around. Some great stuff. Yes, for sure. Some, some definite mm. fodder for, for fans to acquire, go out of their way to, to get. They're definitely catering to older fans. I mean, this is all nostalgia-based, it seems. You know, nostalgia, but updated. And that, the exclusivity certainly helps with that. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's like you... not gonna. It, it, this nostalgia stuff wouldn't stand a chance at retail. Kids, no. 
I mean, they're still attractive toys, but how are they going to compete with... Ben yeah. 10, as I think uh, Steven's example has often been. He's very well, in touch with the young people these days. <laughs> Shut up, Rob. <laughs> ben 10! I mean, ben 10 is the kid's favorite! Maybe two or three years ago, but okay, there's, I'm sure, Slug Terror or something. Uh, oh, oh no, you're Wars. definitely yes, in touch. it's Star Wars, of course it's Oh, Star wait Wars. a minute, it's Star Wars. Mm. It's a thing from the 70s. <laughs> you should. But... But uh, something that none, neither of us have mentioned um, yet. Neither of the three of us. Neither of the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Exactly. Roll the dice the, again, Paul. When you re-listen to this edit, you're going to pick up on some things, and you're going to go, I can't believe I said that, so don't worry. Yeah, I can't believe Paul said that. I am kind of keen on those giant G.I. Joes. Um, <laughs> I know, I know, you guys, like, I don't want a That's... whole set of them. I think uh, one or two would be I, suffice. How, dude, how big are those fucking O-rings going to be? But that's the thing. They have O-rings. <laughs> <Thank God. laughs> the O-ring is going to be like this huge like thing. It's like, here, here's my life-size Joe. You could use it as a cock ring. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's kind of cool. Um, I, I kind of like it. Uh, I mean, I know it's... it's, it's very un GI Joe in a lot of ways because of its size, um, and that you can't put it in a vehicle. GI Joe could never be twelve inches tall. <laughs> never. <laughs> well, what I'm curious about is I haven't done any research, but do they come with their accessories? Yes, they do. What? They do. Mm-hmm. They come oh, like a giant, like original guns. Yep. And they're <laughs> sort of fitted into a a a a, a foam. Ooh, so and it comes in like a big box. Very collector friendly, very um, oh, very nice presentation. But they're not three and three quarter inch. Yes, they're not. But the ultra exclusive Snake Eyes and Rock and Roll. Ooh. I think they're done by Gentle Giant. They're mm-hmm. small. They're micro GI Joes. Those are cool. With full articulation. Yep. And accessories? I don't know about the accessories. Ooh, but... I can't wait to lose those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How yeah. do you play with those? Like a little, like, like tweezers? Definitely. Look, guys, all I can say is that's something that I could definitely applaud. Because yeah. just imagine your USS flag with a Joe that scale. Oh. Just imagine the G.I. Joe headquarters with a Joe that scale. Okay, the beds would be a bit gigantic, but like... Just the environments would suddenly seem so much more spacious and more realistic. Yeah. Like a, 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 a Sky Striker will certainly start taking on the dimensions of like a Tomcat if your figures are like two inches high. Yeah. I mean, you could even put them in Mars Crusader. Oh, man. You could. And it trips me out to think. I mean, they must be like, what, 1 to 24 scale? The smaller Joes? Look, all I'm saying is that that's shot to the top of my wish list. I I'm also in the market for those, and currently also looking for a cool Dino Rider to go with them. <gasps> oh, Paul, a which action figure character do I want updated in a modern era GI Joe style? Dino Riders, <laughs> all of them. It never gets old. He can't name a single Dino Riders character, but he wants. Dinoriders. Update. Just the brand. Update the brand. The characters aren't that exciting. Dinosaurs are cool. 
I mean, it's freaking dinosaurs with freaking weapons, and now they're making G.I. Joe small enough to use them! Wet dream. <laughs> oh, the 21st century is marvelous. Well, listeners, as you can no doubt tell by our very upbeat episode, we are excited. G.I. Joe is rocking our world again. So expect more from us. It's been real. It's been me, Stephen. It's been the G.I. Joe Berg boy, Robert. I'm looking for Dino Riders to go with my miniature G.I. Joe's Paul. Wishing you all the best until next time. If you're in the sunny climes of the Northern Hemisphere, I hope you're having a good time. If you're uh, down south with us, boys, uh, I hope you're staying cozy at night. Uh, Hug your Ewoks. <laughs> yep, get yep. round to our, our, our Return of the Jedi moments. I, I, I think so. There were lower low points, there were high points, and... There were Ewoks. There were Ewoks. We spoke about the Rock Viper low point, and then we progressed up to... Or yeah. A bigger subscription service, so we're good. We're but cool of course, and... we could never forget. I have a blue house with a blue window. <laughs> I have a blue dusty and blue bazooka also. <laughs> I'm blue. We've got our play out for this episode. Yeah! Oh, guys, the madness continues. So long from G.I. Joburg. Uh, keep it real. Yeah. Good night. Good night. We'll be back. Whoa. Outside blew his house with a blue little window and a blue Corvette. And everything is blue for him and himself and everybody around because he ain't got nobody to listen to.